what's next. Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday morning in May. We hope you've enjoyed the series on anxious forms. Uh, now stay tuned as we finish the part two of this series. And uh, thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of What's Next. I'm here back again with my new co-host, Andre. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> back again. Back again. Andre, how'd your week go? My week was good. It good. was uh, productive. Um, you know, yeah. went by pretty quick. And yeah, what'd you guys get up to this weekend? Um, I will. It's all Probably. good. Yeah. Electronics going on. Electronics, off. yeah, going The day on. and age we live in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, today was Memorial Day. You know, got on the grill a little bit, um, you know, filled up the pool for the kids, you know. Just kind of kick back, relax, you know. Nothing too nothing too big. <laughs> what about you? We got, uh, we got to actually go fishing. Uh, okay. okay. This, uh, uh, I say this past weekend. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday? We yeah. got out, got out to do some fishing. Um, went out with my brothers. Okay. Uh, we got to take out some of my dad's, uh, some of his uh, gear. Um, I actually got, my brother brought me a tackle box that my father actually gave me when I was 12. Okay, cool. Uh, so it was pretty cool to get that and open that up. There's a lot of junk in there, though. Yeah. A lot of stuff is like, oh, man, this stuff's rusted. And, yeah. You know, but uh, <laughs> but it's really cool to have that. And, you know, something I was able to show my son and, you know, kind of talk to him a little bit about it. Like, hey, you know, this was... Uh, this is my dad's, and my dad gave this to me. All and, right, right. You know, give him the whole, someday I'll give it to you. He kind of looked at it <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> a lot of junk in there. <laughs> a lot yeah. of junk. Yeah. But, uh, but it was really neat. You know, we got to catch a few fish. We, uh, you know, my dad was a bass fisherman. Oh, okay. But, so uh, he, caught the, he caught the big. Oh, yeah. Big I mean, yeah. there's all these pictures of him with all these big, huge uh, bass that he was catching. Uh, we were catching, you know, ones like, you know. Tiny little perch, small fish, small like yeah, yay big, yeah. you know, like you know, three inch, four inch fish. Yeah. Um, but it was a good time. You know, the kids they drop it in, the bobbers move, boom, they're pulling it out. You know, so they were uh, they were really excited. They had a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So we got to get up with the cousins and my my two brothers and their wives and, and my whole family. So it was, it was pretty cool. That's good. Got That's good. That. That's good. That's got good. to do that. So yes, sounds like we had some productive time. I haven't got on the grill yet. It's oh, already okay. getting late.
late, it's like we're pushing near seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And I still got to go grill. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I've been here editing and doing stuff, and right, so right, right. I didn't get to do that. But we did. Uh, we got to talking last week about um, about uh, you know anxiety and about you know just the different forms of it. And right, <clears throat> I think we uh, we talked about. Uh, what were the two? I think it was the, the general. We talked about the general anxiety. Right. Uh, we talked about phobias. Social anxiety. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah, social anxiety for yeah. sure. Um, and I think I think we talked about panic disorder. Maybe we may or may not have. Yeah. Um, I think we, yeah we touched on the panic attacks. Um, a little bit about those two as well. Um, and you said that uh, since this happened, I know, and I, I've talked to a few people, but you've actually gotten some feedback from last week's episode, right? Right. So, um, do you want to talk about that a little bit, some of the feedback, some of the things that you heard um, based on uh, last week's episode, what we talked about? Yeah, already? sure. So I uh, I did have uh, some feedback from our uh, episode one that we did, and um, it was a, actually a friend that I kind of grew up with, um, and then, you know, of course, you know, lost touch and then yeah he kind of um uh inboxed me um after he watched you know episode one or listened to episode one rather and he just recently you know got diagnosed with you know ptsd and social anxiety and so um he gave me you know some real good feedback and he said you know um he just wanted to give provide us with a different perspective on you know what it was like to have anxiety well personal so, perspective that well, you know yeah, it's his yeah per, yeah it's, it's his perspective. he's living through it right exactly and so i just I asked him if that was you know cool for if he could just give me some feedback and and, and he did and he gave um, him permission to talk about it today yeah he did okay. yeah so cool yeah cool cool you get any feedback any anything on your end uh you know i i everybody always tells me what was kind of cool this week is um I was able to actually announce some stuff to the church I go to. Um, I attend uh, City Church up the road on Bandera. And uh, I was able to kind of communicate with them about just letting them know, hey, I I have a podcast out. And our pastor this week was talking about, um, you know, just uh, dealing with anxiety and stress. And he's actually touched on the topic quite a few times. Right. Um, And so I just saw it as an opportunity to kind of let others know, hey, this is a real thing that's going on and we're talking about it and we're trying to get the word out we're trying to help right. and uh so i you know kind of tagged it in there and one of the pastors reached out and just said hey you know i'm gonna check out your podcast and um so hopefully it's an outlet to get you know some others you know and so uh you know he reached back out and then you know as always family always kind of uh, critiques the podcast some positively right, so some right. like oh i didn't like you did this but maybe you could do that but right. you know trying to be you know uh, uh positive and and uh <clears throat> trying to critique and help okay that's uh, good. That's really so good. i got some of that and then of course uh we have a few podcast buddies and that's i'm going to add you to the group okay, uh, but okay. there's there's uh there's uh just breathe podcast uh, which is Paul. I don't know if you've gotten to meet him, but I, I'm sure you heard him on, oh, on one on of the episodes ours. before yeah, you yeah, came yeah. on. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So he's a Just Breathe podcast. Um, and Tim, him and I kind of go back and forth okay. a lot about, you know, what episodes and different things and um, get his perspective. Uh, then we got Aaron. Um, he's the host of Tamale Mafia. <laughs> which is that's, a podcast. That's a pretty cool name. <laughs> it is a cool name, right? Uh, yeah, it's a so cool he, name, man. His is a podcast about really he says it's about everything and about nothing um and okay. he kind of 
covers a wide variety of topics and okay. hilarious dude. That's cool. um, great stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the other group that we kind of joined up with is uh, <clears throat> their Bantam, uh, and then they're uh, they talk about burgers and stuff, and they uh, the guys just kind of get together and have a good time and go back and forth. Hilarious, funny guys. Right. Um, so we want to. Add you to that group so you can start talking to the guys, you know, and getting feedback and whatnot. And so, yeah, yeah that'd um, be good. it's kind of good awesome. to talk to others that are doing what we're doing and right. you know, kind of been been through some of what, uh, what I guess what we've been through or what we're going through and, right. and, and learning and building and growing. And so, we now have just for those of you listening, we now have uh, we do have our Facebook page up. Um, it's under What's Next Podcast. I spell it with a K. Um, all together, no apostrophes, just what's next podcast. You can find us with the at symbol. You can also find us on Instagram. We just started an Instagram page. We're uh, building our following up. Um, we're at, uh, I think we're at 130 followers this week. We've only had the That's Instagram cool. up for about a month yeah. or just shy of a month. Yeah. Um, so cool. 130. We're trying to follow people that are um, ourselves and draw and that are going through or, or talking about the same type of topics and subject matter. And that's how. Um, we've gotten the feedback that we've gotten from the other places. And so um, I had the opportunity to shoot a video, um, which is going to be on um, one of the... uh, one of the people that reached out to us um, from Toronto, Canada, and I want to name her um, hers correct. It's Suicide Survival 365. Um, and so she um, had asked me to uh, shoot a video talking about my dad and about um, you know suicide awareness and, right. and the prevention and all that. So I had the opportunity to do that. And so that was as a result of starting this page. So for those of you that haven't had a chance, you know, share it. Share it, share it, share it. We want to grow this. The more people we can reach, the more people we can help. Right. And that's kind of the purpose right. of this. So please, uh, listeners, if you're listening, share this. So, uh, Andre, we just want to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about uh, your friend a little. I don't know if he said you could say his name or not. If not, that's fine. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. if you want to leave it just to my friend, that works. Yeah, um, yeah. And then kind of some of the things that he shared, and, and uh, we can kind of talk from there. And then hopefully go back into finishing talking about panic disorder. Panic disorder. Uh, we're going to talk about obsessive compulsive, and we're going to talk about PTSD, right. uh, which is exactly what you're saying that your uh, friend was diagnosed with. So okay. uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I kind of just, uh, I was doing some you know research um, this past week and kind of, like I said before, and I said in the first one, it was like a broad you know, a lot of things that, you know, went into anxiety, you know, and PTSD and, and social anxiety and, and just understanding, like, you know, just the disease and how it affects people. Now, what I wanted to do, I was kind of questioning myself. So I, uh, I was thinking about it in a way, you know, of how you can um, actually, does it really affect your mental um or, you know, does it really, like, affect, like, your overall, you know, ability to make decisions? Um, like, for example, if you're having, like, a good day, um, like an event or something, or something that happens, like, can affect your day. You know, and it can, you know, put you in a bad mood or you get you depressed or something like that. Right. Or, if you know, just having a good day and you just get in the mood. You know what I'm saying? Like, by yourself. Can you, can you, you can put yourself basically in a mood. You know, that's what I was kind of, like, questioning myself. I was trying to, you know, kind of get, you know, more logic on that. Um, or does anxiety affect that? 
you know, those are questions, you know, I was asking. I was trying to, you know, kind of come up with the answer. Um, but he he hit me back. And um, let me see what he said right here about that. Um, so he said, uh, when people say a lot um, of the anxiety and depression, uh, it is in the mind. And, and it isn't because the outside environment has a lot of responsibility in regard to dealing with it. Um, society has a, a way of looking at it as a, a mental health as a crutch. Um, and some people can get over it and some people can't. Um, and so I, and I was just, you know, kind of, you know, kind of just trying to get some more information out of them, you know, and I know it's a, you know, it's a real topic, you know, to talk about because I haven't been through that myself, you know, anxiety before, but I just kind of want to understand and for me personally, I don't want to be afraid to approach somebody with social anxiety or mental health issues. I kind of think about it um, in, uh, from a biblical standpoint. Um, you know, in Leviticus 13, I believe, Jesus, dealing with the guy with leprosy, Jesus wasn't afraid to approach, you know, the guy with leprosy. Because he was, you know, you know, well, he Jesus. was also Jesus. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I, I just, you know, he wasn't afraid. You know, dealing with leprosy. I believe um, people today shouldn't be afraid to help those uh, with mental health issues. Um, so that's kind of, you know, my basis of it. You know, kind of what I was kind of thinking about in my head this week. Yeah. You know? No, I think I think we should have confidence to go. And I think the the best thing on that is to, you know, like you said, understand and know you know, who it is that you're approaching and what they're going through. And I think the more right. you know, the more you understand how to be um, aware and how to be cognizant of their situation or what they're going through and right. how to approach them. You know, I think everybody's different. There's some people where you're right, you know, because I think of, you know, me being the position I'm in, a manager at work. Right. You know, I know that somebody might, you know, notice that someone's struggling with a mental illness and then say, yeah, that's me too, because they want to use it as a as a way out right, um, right. to not have to deal with it. But there are those that are truly suffering and are truly hurting mm-hmm. and going through it. And, and uh, so it's being able to identify, you know, those that are. But unfortunately, the society we live in, yes, there are people that seek to take advantage or seek to use something that may or may not actually be accurate to them. But to those that are, you know, that are a hundred percent definitely, you know, dealing with it and struggling with it, you know, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're able to help them, um, by having that kind of knowledge. And of course, we're not ever going to know everything. We're not ever going to have all the answers. Um, but, uh, being educated, and having an understanding of these things will help us to be able to approach right. like you have with your friend, being able to talk to him because now it opened the communication line up. Right. And so now you're okay. Now I want to understand this because you don't want to approach it wrong. You want to be able to help or you want to be able to talk or right. maybe not even offend. You don't want to offend or you don't want to say something that, right. boom, I'm going to trigger that, that anxiety that they're going through. Right. And another thing I, um, I was looking up too, I, I kind of, um, in retrospect, when my brother was taking medication for epilepsy, I know that's a big thing right now in today's, and there's like a stigma, you know, yeah. I think for anxiety, social anxiety for people wanting to take medication that they're viewed as crazy. Cause my brother, he took a lot of medication and it, you know, has different effects on your body right. and stuff like that. So I think that could be, you know, a hard thing to deal with too, as well. I guess no when you're diagnosed, you know, with that specific thing, um, 
the medication, you know, uh, side of it. So, I mean, that, that could be another hard thing I was thinking about. And there's just a lot of things I was, you know, going through and kind of, you know, reviewing, uh, this past week. So, um, yeah, man, there's, uh, it's just so much information that you, you know, we're not like therapists or doctors or anything (laughs) again. Um, but you know, we do have like life experiences and um, like I said, this is just a platform just trying to help people and to get educated at the same time, like you said. Well, the thing is, is that, think about it, those that are coming on and that are, you know, are catching catching the show, um, it looks like this might have stopped. Do you want to see if yours is... Does it have to say record on there? If not, just hit the red button. No, it doesn't. Okay. There you go. Yeah, so they bad. may have, like, timers or something. Yeah. They'll look into that there. Like Sorry, we're just testing new video equipment and trying to film some of this. So right. we'll, we'll see how that goes. So that's what we were just talking about there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like you said, you know, um, even those that may not, um, it may not be in the forefront of their mind. It may not be something that they're thinking about. But as they're listening and as they're following, they're like, man, you know, Maybe that's me, or that's my brother, or my mother, or whomever. And, oh, man, I never considered that maybe the reason this guy always acts this way is because he's dealing with something. So now I'm going to look at him a little differently with compassion or concern, or I'm going to go research this because I want to be able to help this person out instead of, you know, maybe I snap back at somebody because... You know, they re- reacted a certain way, and maybe they're dealing with social anxiety. Maybe they got PTSD. Maybe they're depressed. Maybe they're... And so maybe it opens the eyes, to hopefully, for these people that are listening now to say, man, I never considered that. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's another big thing. Um, I think uh, with the therapy, we talked about that, too. I think a lot of people think, well, I'm weak in a certain way if I have to go get, you know, help from my problem from a therapist. I don't... You're not weak. Because like yeah. you said, we we both, you know, seeing therapists and yeah. they just know a lot about how the brain works and how it functions. And I guess they'll be able to help you, you know, break down and, you know, kind of compartmentalize each thing that's going on in your head, um, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, I think you're 100 percent right, because I was one of those that said, I'm not going to go see a therapist. I ain't going to do it. You ain't going to convince me. Right. I already know the answers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, now, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah, so exactly. now it's like, exactly. I wish I'd went sooner. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So, so definitely, I, you know, I, I definitely say, you know, God's ultimate, you know, answer. Um, but, you know, you can get help from the pastor, you can get help from the teachers, you can get help from the church, you can right. get help from a therapist, you can get help from, you know. And for me, it was one of those things, I've been in church my entire life, went to Bible college, studied the Bible, know, know all those answers. Um, and so I could find my way to that. But there was that other outside perspective um, that a therapist was able to give me. Right. Uh, <clears throat> he wasn't a Christian man, um, but he um, he understood the mind, the chemical side of it. Right. And that okay. was the part okay. where... You know, and it's not to say, though, that God can't heal that because he absolutely can. He can. Um, But sometimes you just need that information. Um, The church I go to, they have these programs called like Pill and Onion. I don't know if you've heard of that before. Um, But there are these ones where they kind of delve in and really dig deep into a person and and, and, in in their, you know, their innermost things and and, uh, really open up things. Right. um, So you can deal with them. And and, uh, I think a lot of. A lot of the issues with today's society with this are 
a lot of times things that have happened from being like a young age, right. you know, it was just yeah. never dealt with. It was never, it was never handled appropriately. You know, we've had Eddie came on talking about being abused as a child right. and all right. the repercussions of things that, you know, that brings. Exactly. And so think about other people and, and the things that they've been through and how those things are now become, they have become bigger things. Um, because they weren't dealt with and so very important to see somebody that can really help you unlock that's the key unlocking um, these things that cause whatever you're going through right right and I guess I mean I mean everybody has their demons to be honest I mean we're I mean me and you are open and transparent people and um, I mean you just got to deal with them head on you know I mean there's just no like ducking or dodging or going to the left and going to the right you know some things you just have to deal with you know head on and it's hard it's hard you know some things are hard in this topic that we're we're talking about right now um you know it's hard especially i guess people that have been diagnosed with several forms of like anxiety you know maybe because we mean we never know it could hit them all at once you know and me and you wouldn't know what that feels like because you know um but i mean it's just it's just so much, you know, that goes into well, what do you, it. What do you think about talking about talking about people having their demons and stuff? What do you think about, I don't know if you ever heard the term generational curse. Have you ever heard that term? Yeah, I have. I have so what do, you, uh, what do you think about that? So with the, the term generational curse, uh, I believe it's real because, you know, passed on, of course, you know, it's biblically. I mean, people go to church. You know, some people don't go to church. But, you know, you hear it if your great-granddaddy was a smoker. You know, when your grandpa was a smoker, your dad was a smoker. Oh, you're just gonna be just like your dad. You, I'm not everybody's. You're just like your dad, or you're just like yeah. your mom. Everybody's heard those terms before, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. and so I mean, those are real, to, in yeah. my opinion. You know, those are very real. Well, there there things. are some things that I know are genetic that are passed down genetically, right? Right. Um, but there are other things that you know they talk about generational curses. Like right. my my father was the third brother uh, to take his life. Um, I had a, my grandfather was murdered, um, and so uh, just a lot of crazy stuff happened in my dad's family, and so <clears throat> not just my own, not really my own self, but I have cousins and my brothers, and that kind of seen all this happen. Right. Anytime anything gets hard in life, the first answer is, you know what, man, I might as well kill myself, man. I don't want to live, or I don't want to, and and it's like the first thing that comes out of their mouth is like, whoa, 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 hey, hey, that's not the way, right? You know, right. but it. It becomes an option because it's already happened in the family. And so maybe they did it, you know, maybe I should too. And so right. I think that that's that, that curse that happens, um, you know, that's what they call it. Kind of, you know, it happened in the past generation, you know, my dad and two of his brothers. Mm-hmm. So, and they, they statistically, they do say, and I didn't get you this, but statistically they do say that um, I think when one person... Um, for suicide, at least, and then maybe in other other areas. But um, when one person does it, it heightens the chances for the next generation, for the kids, to, you know, to be like, or brothers, or, you know, to be like, well, you know, it happened with them, so, you know, it becomes an option. And uh, wow. it increases the chances for suicide. Wow. Um, wow. You know, when, when it happens in the family. And so that's where, you know, you want to step up, and, and at least for us, you know, me and my brothers... You know, say we're gonna we're gonna break that. We're not gonna be that's the next statistic. Um, but there's so many out there that are that go through that, 
And it's kind of that thing where you see something happen, and right. you know, then you know, then then it's then it's an option for you. Right, right, and um, yeah. I mean, I think I mean everybody's kind of like affected by some kind of like mental health, like. I just, I, I mean, I, everybody has a clear mind and, you know, a, a clear set of what they, you know, want to do in their head. But, and like, I mean, when it comes to the the generational curses, I mean, that's, everybody has a choice too as well. Right. I believe you have a choice, you know, to either, you know, go left or, or go right. Um, you know, I think we shouldn't, you know, really blame society or, or we should just educate ourselves better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or get educated on different topics, um, you know, different things that, you know, could potentially help uh, other people. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that, that's big. I haven't heard that, that uh, generation of curses. <coughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard that in a while. Um, yeah, but I know, I know it is a real thing. Right. And I know that, you know, it most definitely affects a lot of people. And, um, so it's one of the things, if we can, you know, if we can reach out and help people and, and, uh, you know, then that's, that's what we want to do. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's the most important thing, you know, in my opinion. Um, just, you know, making an effort, you know, to at least just, I mean, at least find out. I mean, because before we even, you know, started talking about these platforms, I knew, you know, a little bit about these things, but... I necessarily didn't, you know, have an outlet or, or didn't, you know, put myself out there to learn more. Um, and so now that we're, we are, you know, studying and, and doing, um, more talks about these, these, uh, these topics, um, I'm willing to listen and, and be educated on things I don't know. And then also, you know, apply what I do know, you know, to these, um, to these platforms. Um, and it's a good, man, it's, it's good. It's refreshing. I'll give you that there. I know the camera's there, but we'll try to we'll try to work. Try to work. <coughs> try to get it there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Excuse me. I'm still dealing with uh, this cough here. I've been trying to get over it for a while now, and I'm trying to trying to shake the cough. Trying not to cough into the mic here, so <laughs> y'all forgive me if that happens. Um, but before we move on to this, um, you did you want to talk a little bit uh, more? Um, um, I mean, we can we can you know talk as we go. Um, and kind of reference back some, the things he said. Yeah, we can kind of okay. you know, go back and forth. That'll work. That'll work. So panic disorder, I think, is one that we touched on. Um, I'll just kind of reiterate it here, but it's uh, a person has a panic attack, which are intense, overwhelming, often uncontrollable feeling of anxiety, uh, combined with a range of physical symptoms. Sometimes having a panic attack, uh, they may experience shortness of breath, dizziness, excessive pers- perspiration. Uh, sometimes people think they're having a heart attack or about to die. Um, they say if recurrent or persist, persistent fears, having one to four a month, it's considered to be a disorder. Um, so these are these are ones that are very intense, so much so that it causes shortness of breath. Um, so it's that yeah. panic. It's like, you know, uh, um, whatever it is that's going on with that anxiety, it right. sets in that panic, you know, panic mode. And kind of like we talked about that girl, you know, <clears throat> couldn't even go to the beach, you know, because she started right. to get that panic set in and exactly. um, started to be become afraid of uh, the situation where you know she was uh, she was she was going and uh, right. so I wonder how many how many there are out there um, that suffer from a panic disorder where just a simple thing you know that you know most people might think uh, you know this is a quick 
easy thing, but <clears throat> maybe it's a fear of going to laundromats, you know, right, maybe it's a right, fear of going exactly. to fast food restaurants or uh, crowds. Right. Some people, right. you know, they just can't, they can't deal with it. So they get out in, in a group with a crowd and, and they, they, the panic sets in. Yeah, panics, de- definitely. Um, and so I did find out, so Vertigo um, is kind of associated with the panic attacks and panic disorders. Um, so basically what it is, it's a, a sensation of a whirling and a loss of balance associated particularly with looking down from a great height or caused by disease affecting the inner ear uh, or ves- vestibular nerve is how you say it i believe that's how you said that (laughs) um but um i got something good here that uh he said combined um with anxiety and depression and can hit all at once and could be a very crippling feeling and so what he uh basically said he was like during periods of uh everything hitting at once it can prevent me from driving there are periods where I have to pull to the side and stop driving completely. Like, so I'm just like, when I heard that, I'm like, wow. I mean, yeah. just, you know, something, something, you know, that crippling, you know, yeah. you know, and it's all mental. You well, know? I'm, I'm a very close friend of mine and um, we've been, you know, in situations where we're, you know, all together hanging out or whatever. And she kind of. Uh, she'll get on the phone and it's um and like I said I won't share who this is or anything but right. um but she um uh has someone that calls her, um we'll leave it at that. And this person calls her because they're in a situation where, you know, they need her help, uh, basically to stay on the phone to because she's there to calming them. Um it's because they're for whatever reason a panic attack sets in oh, okay. and they're driving oh. somewhere and they, they can't focus, they can't, um, it, you know, they're just, I, I don't know what to do, and they just need somebody talking to them, right. talking them through the, this a panic attack that's setting in, um, where they just start freaking out, you know, right. and they're like, just talk to me, I just need to hear your voice, right. um, because your voice is what's going to help me get through this, and, and like you said, crippling, you know, to this person right. uh, that's going through it. Right, so. right, yeah, I mean, it's just... Um, Anything, I guess, that impairs your ability to think or concentrate, I believe that's, you know, that's tough. I mean, you know, that's tough. Just kind of think about it, you know, put yourself in their shoes type of thing. You know, I couldn't even imagine, you know, just having to literally stop driving because I can't focus on the road or, you know, I get the shakes or whatever, you know, associated with that. Um and, you know, your heart just goes out to, you know, people suffering from this. Um, and I was just kind of thinking about it. I was just, and I mean, I normally, you know, I just, I was just having a late night and I couldn't go to sleep. And I was just kind of restless. But people deal with that, that restlessness every, every you know, yeah. every day. And that, you know, from, you know, you know, the panic disorder or panic attacks and uh, just anxiety. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, consider this. Most of the time, it's people that you wouldn't even expect. In other words, um, the guy sitting next to you that you see every day or you see at the lunch table or you see at the restaurant often or you wave at going in and out of Starbucks or whatever, Yeah. but it's that same person and they seem like they got it together <clears throat> and that's the person that's struggling the most, you know, dealing with stuff and right. you don't even know. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Robin Williams, 
You know, this guy was an actor who was hilarious, funny, could do any voice in the world. You know, he, had, he was a stand-up comedian, did so many movies. You know, he, is, he had money, he had yeah. popularity, he had fame, he had riches, and he was happy, or so it seemed. And then he took his life um, by suicide um, mm-hmm. because he wasn't actually happy. Um, right. He was hiding behind all of that exterior and so you never know. You never know who it is that's going through it. So we should be um, even extra sensitive uh, to people instead of being like, well, why is this guy like this? And right. why, why is he always getting upset? And why is he always this or that? It's Maybe it's not that he's being that way, but it's something that he's facing the, or she's facing and they're going through. And so maybe take a step, a second to step back right. and look over it and say, hey, you know what? What's really going on here? What, right, right. Know? Yeah, and I and I just you know, think about it for me every every day you wake up and you look in the mirror, um, you know, you see yourself. You see a version of yourself that, you know, you have to continually, you know, keep working on. Um yeah. and I wanna be able to like help people run into you know, people with, you know, mental health disorders, mental health, you know, problems and just kinda be able to assist and, and you know, kinda get them to kinda look at the good side of you know, uh, life, get the positives out of life. I think that's, yeah. that's big too. Cause I mean, you, you know, you have a, just every day within yourself, you're like, Dang, you just try to find a positive and everything. I mean, it could be hard sometimes cause you could have, okay. be having a bad day, but I just, you know, got to find a positive. In bad everything. days happen. Bad, bad days. Is, yeah. You yeah. just can't stay stuck there. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, yeah. and, and, and yeah. sometimes, sometimes some people do, and it just takes that, you know, being that encouraging friend or person, they could just say like, "Hey, you know, I'm here." I'm. Um, I think the biggest thing that we do wrong as a society as a whole is, we tell people that we're going to be there and then we don't show up. We tell people that we're yeah. there to listen, but we don't really pay attention. Yeah. Uh, we tell people, "I love you and I care about you," but our actions don't show it. Right. And uh, and these people that are in these situations where they're going through these things, you know, it, it matters to them you know, that you keep your word. It matters to them that you do what you say you're going to do. And so, you know, if you're listening, if you're watching, you know, and you have somebody that's like that, you know, and and you have an opportunity to be there, be there. Right, right. Because, I mean, you never know. It could be the difference between life or death. I mean, you know, you don't want to go that extreme, but sometimes, you know, it may be real. It could be. To somebody. You know, it really could be, you know, and um, just just showing love. People want to see actions. Real, real love, real, yeah, real love in in action. Real authentic love, yeah, is, you know, through actions. Yeah, that's that's a great point. That's a great point. Because, I mean, I've had people in my life that, you know, you know, talk a good game, but... Yeah. Well, hey. That's great, but show me. Hey, exactly, man. Show me the money. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Yeah, show, show, show me the <laughs> Show me the money. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean really, you know, it's the talking is one thing. Um, you know, I had a friend of mine tell me years ago, um, and this was not related to this topic, but just in general conversation, you know, it was a it was a time where um there was an event or something happening, um, and I was kind of I was kind of upset that, um, you know, certain people didn't make it out, you know, to to the event. And, you know, I was kind of telling them about it. And they kind of looked at me and they said, you know, those that want to be there, they're going to be there no matter what. Yeah, they're going to be there no matter and, what. You know, they're sure. going to show up. Those that care yeah. about you and they're real, they're, they're going to be there. And they said, and those that 
that don't really care, you know, they're going to tell you, but they ain't going to be there. Right. And she said, right. if somebody really wants to be there, they're going to be there no matter what. No matter what, yeah. You know, they're going to find a way, they're going to work it out, and they're yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Because exactly. they really care, they really care about you, and they you, they want to show up for you. Right, exactly. So, exactly. <clears throat> again, if you're listening, you know, be the person that keeps your word and, and does what you say you're going to do. Be a person of integrity. Yeah. You know, and because yeah. and, you never know. You never know who's yeah. going through these um, forms of anxiety and what they're facing. And, I mean, you just, you right. have no idea. Um, so, you know, be that be that person that's there for others. Um, right, right, exactly. One of the other things that we talk, we were going to talk about is obsessive-compulsive. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so what this is, is this is uh, having an ongoing, unwanted, intrusive thought and fear that causes anxiety. Although the person may acknowledge these thoughts are silly, they often try to relieve their anxiety by carrying out certain behaviors or rituals. An example would be a fear of germs and contamination that can lead to constant washing of hands and clothes. So this is where a person's like, oh man, no matter what I touch, it's going to be germs on it, so i got to wash my hands, i got to wash my clothes, i got to wash my shirt. Yeah. And then as soon as they do that, they step outside and somebody touches them, they're like, ah, oh, and they got to go right back inside and do it again. Right. That's like right. an extreme. Um, but there are people that deal with this every day where, you know, they feel like, I can't touch nobody. You know, don't shake my hand, don't get near me because you got germs on you. Um, you know, and so they... You know, even though that, like I said, they can acknowledge and say, "Yeah, that's a silly. Th- I'm silly. I shouldn't, shouldn't be thinking that." But, but it consumes them. You know, right, and, right. And I know I have a form of it, very small form. The only thing for me is my money has to be in my pocket. It has to be in, uh, in order, monetary order. Yeah. And it has to be facing the same direction with right side up. Right. Or it kind of like drives me nuts. Right. Um. But there are people that like, I mean, to extremes. Like you could go to. Uh, this guy I work with, or I used to work with, um, and he sits at a desk, and uh, he would told us that he had this, and so one time when he got up to go to the restroom, and you know this is years ago, I wouldn't do this now, okay? <laughs> so I'm not encouraging anyone. I gotta, please, I gotta feel please like don't I already know do where you're this. Going with please this. don't do this. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know the severity of it at the time. And uh, anyways, we got up, we moved all his stuff around his desk. Oh no! He came back. Who did this? You know, like, uh, well, I don't know, man. Uh, he was, he was upset, man. He was mad. Yeah. Um, you know, and he spent. You know, he didn't get back on his phone. He didn't log in. He didn't get back to work. He spent a better better amount of about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, right. putting everything back exactly where it was. I mean, like, you know, little little trinkets or whatever he had on his desk. He's like, right. this one's facing this direction. <laughs> this one goes here. The mouth. I mean, he was. That's and uh, I, I had no idea. You know, of course, we laughed. But now looking back, I'm like, man, that was mean. Like, I didn't, but I didn't understand. I was ignorant. Right, You know, right. at the time yeah. of. You know, the, this person, he probably, you know, probably doesn't like that he's that way. Maybe not, but, right. you know, yeah, some people are proud of it, though. I know Ashley's obsessive when it comes to cleaning. Like, you know, my wife, she's right. got to have, it's got to be clean, and it's got to be clean now, and I ain't got time to wait, and right. I got to get it done. I think, yeah, I you think know, the old so wives some, are like some, that. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe that's just, maybe that's just why. Yeah, because my wife's like that, too, especially, <laughs> like, with the uh, obsessive compulsion. I mean, it, in the pantry, everything has to be, like, in rows mm. and lined up, like, three. Like, one, two, three. Oh, wow. Whether it be, like, a, like the syrup, you know, yeah. a can, 
and then something else. It has to be in yeah, threes. And like, so, that's like love, uh, uh, not entry level. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong word. That's uh, ba- like the basic form of it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's the basic form. But what I do <laughs> is I'll, I'll use like ketchup and I'll put it back in the pantry or whatever. I'll use something oh, else. Yeah, from the fridge. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'll put it in the pantry and then I'll just like kind of mix stuff around and stuff like that. And just, she's like, what are you doing? I didn't put that there. It has to be back there. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah, so. But, but things that, you know, you wouldn't consider. And so then imagine there are people that have that times 20. You know, and, yeah. and and again, it cripples them if, if it's, you know, they walk in somewhere and everything's changed, everything's different, or consider the person that works a job for 15 years and then their company gets bought out and all of a sudden they got to do something different and they, yeah, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that, that's, you know, can you imagine, like, you know, for us, <clears throat> that's enough panic for anybody, let alone if you're obsessive compulsive. And then moving right. on to um, one of the other topics that we had... Um, we had here was uh, PTSD um, and dealing with uh, which is post-traumatic stress right um, this can happen after a person experiences a traumatic event um, such as war assault a horrific car accident a major disaster tornado hurricane um, severe storm or any disaster with a natural or, or otherwise right. um, you know um, uh, relapsing upsetting dreams um, or flashes, uh, flashbacks of the event. Um, they can also, um, uh, seek to have like an avoidance of anything related to the event. Right. Um, and PTSD is diagnosed when a person has symptoms for at least a month, they say. Um, my wife, uh, and, uh, she'll come share her story, okay. um, hopefully with us on one of these podcasts. Um, right. Um, but I'll just the very very basics of it is when she was twelve years old, um, her mother and her were driving in the car, uh, and her baby sister. Um, I don't remember exactly, and she'll give all the details. But um, she was traveling back from somewhere, and they had made a quick stop at a gas station. They got their favorite snacks. They got back in the vehicle. They proceeded to drive, and they were in a car accident like a block from their house. Um, the vehicle flipped over, um, they were, her and her mother were ejected from the vehicle, um, and, uh, her mother, um, had, uh, passed away tragically in this, uh, car accident. Well, she was diagnosed with PTSD from that, oh, uh, from that event. Wow, wow. And I remember, um, when I met her and we got married back 11 years ago, so, um, she was 21 at the time. Um, or somewhere there, 20 or 21. I know I robbed the cradle. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it was 11 years ago. I just don't remember how old she was. Oh, I know you? she was legal. A legal age. Oh, <laughs> Let I, me make I, sure I, I say hope that. So. <laughs> I hope so. It was almost okay to marry her. I'm seven yeah. years older than her, so that's oh, okay. why. Okay, okay. So you're say She was in her 20s. I was 27. 27? So I okay. think she was 20 or 21, somewhere in there. She was about to turn 21. And at any rate, um, this had been, you know, at least uh, ten years after after it all happened, or or, or right. eight, somewhere in there. Right. Um, you can't put a time on how long this affects you. Some people it's through the rest of their life, 
And uh, I just wow. remember, you know, when we were in a vehicle, and if I was kind of like speeding, I took a turn real sharp, you know, I kind of see her wincing, and I kind of see her start shaking, and I was oh. like, oh, I didn't know. And so I would ask right. her, and she's like, well, yeah, you know, I, I, and she never liked to say I suffer from PTSD right. or anything like that. Right. And, right. Um, and that was things that I found out, you know, later on talking to uh, her guardian parent and all that. Okay. Um, but, you know, um, just seeing that, like her dealing with that and struggling with that, and again she'll come on and talk, you know, more about her story. I don't want to give too much about it. She'll right. cover, you know, that topic and how it's affected her. And I got a uh, a friend of mine that uh, was in the army. Um, he lost both of his legs, I believe. He um, his story goes he had two sur uh, twenty eight surgeries, died twice on the operating table. Wow. Um, and wow. Uh, a lot more. There's a lot more to his story of what he went through. Um, but, of course, his vehicle was blown up. Wow. Um, right. He's actually going to be coming to talk with us on June... I think we're going to record on June 11th. June 11th? And so it'll cool. air the that following really week. Cool. Yeah, but, uh, but he said that he had PTSD. Uh, his outlook is completely different uh, yeah, than anyone else. I can imagine. Uh, yeah. He... Um, I don't know. He's had a, a lot of his buddies that have actually taken their lives right. um, since he's come back from the war. But <clears throat> but uh, his, his outlook, he's pretty positive. Um, he's a pretty positive guy. I don't know that if I didn't have my legs anymore and, uh, you know, I'd been through all the things that he'd been through, I don't know right. that I could stay as positive. Couldn't even um, fathom. <clears> but he does. That. Yeah, yeah. But That's he does. Nice. And so, um, so specialist J.P. Lane uh, will be joining us. And he'll also talk about uh, PTSD and PTSD, that's how that's good. affected him, and of course his story. So um, this is a subject that we um, we're gonna keep going on with, right. um, with Memorial Day, um, you oh, know, yeah. happening. Memorial Day, um, yeah. Thanks that, for all the veterans. Thank yes. you for you know for their service, sacrifice, you know, uh, putting their lives on the line so we can have the ability to be free. Um, yeah. I appreciate it, and it doesn't go unnoticed. So yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, and yes, Memorial Day is a this is a day to remember, you know, the fallen soldiers that gave their lives um, in battle and in combat and, and died in combat. And uh, so many, you know, that, that did. And think about those going back to right. the wars in the days when they didn't even, you know, even have grace for some, you know, to have the soldiers that right. died and they, you know, their bodies never came back. And just so, so many that, you know, today's generation has no idea what what was given in sacrifice right. so that we could be free. Exactly. And uh, exactly. so thank you to, to all those soldiers, fallen soldiers that, you know, gave their lives so right. that we could... We could have the freedom. Freedom to do this podcast. Yeah, freedom to do this podcast. Freedom, freedom to talk about this right now. Yeah, That's freedom to, to breathe and live in this country. And I hope yeah, to God sir. it stays a free country for as many, many generations. But, yes, sir. Um, but yes, we, we thank all those and the memories of those that, uh, that gave their lives yeah. and total sacrifice for us. Right, right, um, exactly. So <clears throat> we um, those were the, the, the subjects that we wanted to cover as far as anxiety and the different forms of it and how it can affect um you know we did want to always say and always cover and you talked about it a second ago but you know not a professional or a licensed therapist right we right. don't play them on tv we don't play them on tv <laughs> definitely not <laughs> but you know we've been through some things and yeah. you know we have a long list of uh resume of our life and our experiences and so um you know we just want to tell our story and and hopefully spark things like you said in people that are gonna give us feedback like right. we already get in that are right. saying, Hey, right. 
Right. You know, I've been there, or I'm going through this, or exactly. hey, talk about this. This might help somebody. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just a big thing, you know. Like I said, I'm willing and open to be educated about any topics that we talk about now, that we talked about previously. Uh, I mean, I'm open. And I just, you know, want to learn more. I want to help. Um, yeah. Number one thing overall. And just, uh, you know, kind of just move it forward. Uh, you know, maybe teach my sons about these topics and, you know, potentially down the line and for future, just have them help somebody and yeah. you know, just kind of look on the bright side of things, positive side of things, you know, um, and just, just going from there. So I think that's a good thing because probably one of the biggest issues, if you call it that, right. um, is that nobody wants to talk about this stuff. Um, you know, it's not a popular topic to sit there and go, hey, let's talk about suicide. Let's yeah, talk about it's really mental not. health. You're let's right. talk about... You're right. Um, but this is Mental Health Awareness Month, actually. Right. And it's all also Military yeah, you know, Awareness exactly. Month. And, exactly. And the uh, 22 soldiers right now is the, the statistic. I can say that right. 22 soldiers a day taking their lives, or veterans, 22 veterans Jesus. a day. And then the of course wow. that doesn't they said that that number does not include active duty, military that also are taking their lives. Wow. Um, so if there's twenty two a day plus the active duty, and then that's just the military, and then you have all the others that are non military. Wow. Um, it's it's uh, it's insane. It's 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 uh, and I don't mean to use that term loosely. Right. Um, but right. it it's just mind boggling like that we're living in in a society where people think, you know what. My life doesn't matter. Right. I'm not worth enough to live. I don't. I remember my dad saying, you know, and of course my dad decided to take this path. And I remember him saying, nobody cares. Nobody will care when I'm gone. It ain't going to matter. My life didn't matter. Nothing I do matters. He would tell me, hey, when I die, uh, don't even have a funeral for me. Put me in a trash bag and throw me in the in the dumpster. And of course we laugh like, he, like yeah, Dad, yeah, I'm gonna Dad. put you in a trash yeah. bag. <laughs> Come on, Dad. I mean, yeah. that might have saved us some money, but uh, he would <laughs> always on, say that. He, that's what he was. That's Come his, on, that man. was his humor. He'd be like, "Hey, yeah. he's like, just put me." I was like, "Dad, we are not gonna put you in a trash bag." And he was that just my yeah. dad's humor was. Uh, you know, yeah, he that's, one of those that's that next level humor. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Dad, no, we are not gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah, but know. he, um, you know, he he would just, you know, just one of those guys, and and you know that, you know, we just never, you know, you know, whenever it was never talked about, right. you know, in the house there either. So, just one of those things. Like if if you talk about it and you address it and right. you deal with it, you know, then maybe maybe just maybe you can get somebody right. the help that they need. You know, my dad was just like I said, he. He um, he thought nobody cared. He thought nobody loved him. He and then it ended up being this big, you know. When he passed away, all these people came out like for care for my dad, for our family, for us. And I've been knowing your dad this long, and I knew this, and I, you know, and <clears throat> she's be talking to people at his work and them telling us how my dad talked about us, and you know, and how he you know, loved his family and just all this stuff. It's like, man, you're like, why'd you do that? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, but he was hurting. He was hurting. He was in pain. Internally. Yeah. And, uh, and at that point he was already at a point where, you know, we just, we just couldn't reach him, but but we didn't, we also didn't know. We didn't know which point he was at. And so, yeah, awareness, definitely. That's what we want to do. We want to bring awareness. Yeah. To it. I think that's uh, another thing. It's, um, it's important to follow up. 
like we were talking about earlier, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Yes, if sir. If you're going to say you're going to come through, come through for somebody. Um, I mean, you never know if you see their signs, if you don't know the signs. Um, just inquire about it. Ask, um, you know, because you never know. You never know what somebody's you know. going through. Um, and it just, it, it won't hurt to just ask. It won't hurt to just, um, you know, just kind of care about somebody, you know, put yourself out there and, um, and just go from there. It, it could be, you know, life changing and also life saving as take, well. So. Take the time. Take the, take time. the time. Yeah, out. it's worth it. It's if, worth it. Can you look up that uh, the prevention numbers and and stuff like that? I know yeah. There's, uh, um, there's uh, we do want to look up. We do want to let you guys know that you know if you're if you're facing this kind of stuff and you're going through it, you know please don't hesitate to get help. Call um, if you're at a point where you're just like I just can't take it. I'm just gonna you know whatever. I'm I'm you know I'm at this point. I'm at the end of my my wits. And if it's an emergency, call nine one one. But uh, but if you're at a point where you just like, listen, I. I need help. I need somebody to talk to. There are programs out there. There are people that are uh, that have given their lives. They've studied. They've gone to school. They want to help, and that's right. or they've lost somebody like I have, or you know, like Andre has, and they've been through something traumatic, and you know, they they know what that's like to experience that, and they want to help somebody, um, help save somebody because they weren't able to save their loved one, but at the same time, they also want to save the families to not have to go through the heartache that they went through, and that's definitely what. You know, I know for myself, speaking for myself, I, I don't want anybody to feel the kind of pain that I felt. I don't want anybody to go through the kind of suffering that, that I've gone through and that I've seen my brothers go through. And so please, please, please get help. Call right. these these numbers. So, Andre, do you have that information? Yeah, it's a, well, this is, a, <clears throat> you know, a national suicide prevention um, a lifeline. You can call 1-800-273-8255. Um, and that is just, you know, case of emergency if you're ever you know feeling something if you, you need to talk to somebody you need to talk to somebody about it if you're going through um you know if there's nobody's there i mean you can just call that number um and also i looked up something here too as well i talked about it in the first one um i think it was uh, adaa.org okay um and so you can go to that website and um they'll have some uh some good information too as well um that you can uh, go look out. It's actually the uh, Anxiety and Depression Association of America. So you okay. can go there, check out that website, um, you know, do some fact checks and, you know, look up some, you know, extra information if you need to. Just get educated, um, educate yourself, educate other people. Um, but most importantly, just do something. Yeah. If you, you know, feel, um, if you have a certain feeling, just just do something. Don't avoid it. That's the, I think, in my opinion, that's the worst thing you can do Definitely. is just feel like or, or have... You know, somebody tell you something and, and you don't do anything about it and something happened. I would, God forbid, I would hate, you know, like you said, for somebody to feel that. Um, and you could have did something about it. You know, I wouldn't yeah. want anybody going down that, that path. So. <clears throat> yeah. So that's yeah. ultimately, that's that's what we want to do. We want to help, um, you know, share our stories and, and talk about these topics. And and uh, so I'm not sure if we'll do a part three to the series or if we'll start a new series. Not sure. Um, depends on the feedback that we get back from you guys as listeners. Um, reach out, message us. We um, again, like I said, we we have email, which is uh, what's next podcast. That's with a K, so it's w h a t s n e x t p o d k a s t at gmail dot com. <laughs> or you can find us out there. And, and Chris, yeah, we had to go with the K. Yeah, the <clears throat> but you can find us out there also on Facebook and on Instagram. Same thing. It's going to be at what's next podcast with a K. 
Altogether, no spaces, no apostrophes. W H A T S N E X T P O D K A S T at What's Next Podcast. You can find us on um, Instagram, Facebook, so on those social media platforms. Um, so just um, message us, uh, let us know. Um, you know your feedback. Go write reviews. You know, um, share our pages. Let other people know right. um, what you heard and you know and the help that you're getting or that you're looking at getting or. How you want to be a help to somebody. Right. Um, you know, and, and so please do that. Last thing I want to talk about briefly, very, very briefly, um, but we want to take what's what's next podcast beyond the podcast. Uh, we want to take the streets. We want to get involved in the community. We want to help out. And so I posted a video the other day. I don't know if uh, many of you got to see it. I know, Andre, you got to see it. Yeah, I did get to um, see it. Yeah, <clears> but my cool. father's truck, um, I, I inherited that. Um, and uh, it needs a lot of work it's in the shop right now. I'm getting some work done on it already um, by a body, sh- body shop that's uh, helping donate some stuff. Um, so I'm going to take it around to different auto body shops, write letters. Um, if you guys know of anywhere, of anyone that would be willing to help out. Basically, my father was a huge Batman fan. Um, so I want to kind of change the look of the truck into like that 1960s Batman, Batmobile look. Um, and I want to put like the, um, you know, suicide awareness and mental health awareness ribbons on it. And, uh, then I want to take it to truck shows and to, uh, maybe even facilities where people are are dealing with things and then use it as an opportunity to get in there and help out, raise awareness, maybe even start a charity to get money to fund different programs to help people. So there's no telling where this could go. Um, but I want to at least start with getting this vehicle done. So it's a, it's a step in the door of places that, Oh, you got a cool truck, man. Come on in. You know, we get in the show and then we go and we start talking to people about this issue that people just don't want to talk about and maybe raise awareness. And so we're here in Santa, based out of San Antonio, Texas. And, um, that's our goal. So, um, I'm probably going to set up, I don't know if I'm going to do a GoFundMe or Patreon or something like that right. um, so people can donate. And then, um, and again, if you know any body, body shops, sorry, I don't know why it's hard for me to say that, <laughs> or mechanic shops or anywhere of anybody that you know you think might be able to donate parts or time or labor or something um, to help us get this done. Um, so that way, like I said, we can use this as, a, as an opportunity to go beyond right. the microphones, beyond radio, beyond exactly. YouTube. And uh, really, really help out. That's our goal because we want to start the conversation in places that people aren't talking about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, anyways, uh, I believe that's our show. So, for at least for this week. So, y'all take care. Stay tuned. We'll have other guests coming on like we talked about. So, uh, y'all take care and y'all have a good night. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed Memorial Day. Yes, sir. God bless. God bless you all. Take care.